you might be searching for like an answer, some bit of golden knowledge that is outside of you and that you're asking somebody almost to apply this knowledge to you. And I see this sometimes, often when people have been struggling for a really long time and there's a feeling of desperation that they just want me to say, this is what's happening, this is the next step and you're, you're golden, like after that, it'll be fine. Hello, lovely ones. I wanted to let you know that following my workshop, Your Relationship, Your Way, I'm offering intensives for couples that you can do together or alone, 90 minutes of sitting down with me and going through this process related to your relationship. So we'll look at how you're connecting or not connecting at the moment, and we'll make a plan for what your next steps are in terms of reconnecting with each other in a way that actually suits your life and your situation and your personalities and your needs. So yes, if this sounds interesting, get in touch and those will be available until the 8th of June. So if you're listening in this time frame, I'd love to hear from you. Okay, enjoy the episode. In today's episode, I'm discussing why couples therapy might not be working for you. In reality, there are loads of reasons why this might be happening, but I'm going to talk about three. And the first one is that you might not have a good fit in your relationship with your therapist or coach. And this is so, so important that you kind of shop around and find somebody that you connect with because without kind of having shared values or some sort of sense of cohesion, the couples work can feel really unsafe And it can just have that sense of, you know, you're having a conversation with someone and they just are not getting you. And I think that it's realistic to assume that, you you know, not all of us are going to get on and not all of us are going to connect with each other. And that's totally fine. It doesn't mean they're a bad therapist or a bad coach. I mean, it might also mean that, but that's not necessarily what you're saying. But it is really, really important to shop around, make sure you connect with people connect with the way they communicate with you and, you know, that they're providing something that actually feels helpful. So that is the first thing, the fit, really, really important. And across the board, not just in couples work, in all kind of therapeutic and coaching work, there has to be a good fit because that relationship forms the base of all of the work that you do. So yes, don't be afraid to shop around. The second thing is that you might be searching for like an answer, some bit of golden knowledge that is outside of you and that you're asking somebody almost to apply this knowledge to you. And I see this sometimes, often when people have been struggling for a really long time and there's a feeling of desperation that they just want me to say, this is what's happening, this is the next step and you're you're golden, like after that it'll be fine. So This can happen for all sorts of reasons, but I feel like when you go into a therapeutic relationship or a coaching relationship, you need to be really clear about the fact that you are the expert on yourselves and on your relationship. You have all of the day-to-day knowledge and that a lot of the work is you kind of communicating that to somebody else so that they get the, the kind of picture of what you're all working on but that you are powerful in that situation and 
you are really the only one that can affect change in terms of what you want things to be like and how you don't want them to be any longer. And that is about responsibility and about a sense of empowerment. And there is no kind of magic secret bullet that you will learn from somebody else. It's more about using the relationship to find out more about yourself, using the relationship as a mirror to find out how your partner might be experiencing things, how each of you are experiencing things that hasn't been clear to you until now. But don't sort of hand over that responsibility to somebody else because, yeah, it's kind of not possible and it's not safe that this is your life and decisions and kind of techniques that you play with in therapy need to really connect with you in order for them to work. So, yeah, don't search for a magic thing outside of yourself that you contain almost all of the ingredients that you need to be in relationship. And often it's just about zooming out, having a different look at things with somebody else. Okay, that's the second thing. The third point is that the way we think about relationships is often, I think, not conducive to helping relationships. So a lot of the way that therapists and coaches are trained is to talk about the relationship in isolation and to think of the relationship as in just happening between two people and that we just have to spend more time together or talk about our feelings more or speak to each other in kinder ways. And while all of those things are useful, I feel like we all set each other up for failure and disappointment when we think about relationships as disconnected in this way. Relationships come out of so many histories. So like I speak about this often, but we are in a relationship in the presence of your partner's history, what they've inherited in a sort of intergenerational way in terms of genetics, in terms of communication style, in, in terms of belief systems and how they imagine relationships should look. So there's that bundle of things and then there's your bundle of things on your inheritance, your experiences, the way that you have come to be who you are in like today and that there are always more people in the room than you imagine. It's not only just you and your partner. There's always, you know, other people there. It might be children in terms of, you know, what you hope for their lives to look like, what you hope for your own lives to look like, and also what you're doing. So a lot of the labor of relationships is often around having children, sharing a life, and creating a life for those children. And that is a lot of work that generationally we haven't done alone, like for millennia, and we don't really know how to do that. And the reason we don't know how to do it is because it's too many jobs for two people. And I speak about this like at length in another podcast episode, which I'll link to, about why community is so important. But this piece is so important when you feel like you've, you're have you hitting a wall in couples therapy or couples coaching because it might be that you're actually needing help to reconnect yourselves or to connect yourselves for the first time to communities around you. So how are you becoming more visible to the people in your lives? How much do they know about you? Do they know what you're struggling with? Do they know what feels easy at the moment? 
how much of, of yourselves and your relationship are you sharing with other people? I know this can feel kind of deeply uncomfortable to some people because it, it's like a it's a social norm around keeping you know what happens relationally very private and I think that that does not serve anybody so I'd encourage you to play with that and to practice that sharing how things actually feel between the two of you not only just in terms of gripes but in terms of like what's working or this thing has really revolutionized the way <laughs> we handle shopping in the house whatever it is like I think there's a generosity to sharing things like that but often our struggles are the way in which people connect rather than I'm so excellent at this <laughs> let me share it with you but that can feel alienating so yeah a lot of the work might be that you're needing your coach or your therapist to help you with that part of things and that can come with another bundle of inherited and learned and experienced dynamics where you and your partner are different people and you will connect to and interact with communities in totally different ways you'll have different needs different tolerances all totally normal but something that needs to be spoken about and navigated and and if this sort of work is not happening then don't be afraid to ask for it. Don't be afraid to say to your coach or to your therapist, could we have a session about this? Could we talk a little bit more about how you can support us to feel more connected in our communities? We are not coping in terms of how supported we are with kids. A lot of people live sort of all over the globe and they don't have family on their doorstep. And you will need to find that family, find that community and to nurture it, to make it like an intentional thing that you do, not just people that can do favors for you, but what is it, like an intentional community that you can be part of in which you say these things out loud and say, how can we support each other in like half terms and holidays and with all of us working? How can we like hang out so that our kids have lots of fun time together but doesn't mean that all of our parents eyes are on them all you know at the same time and you can be really creative about this so if that means like having kids over for a dinner once a week or once a month or whatever feels manageable but creating support systems pockets of time for each other to be not just parents I think is really really important so do not be afraid to ask for this type of work. And yeah, I think experiment and play. And often if you have a base relationship with somebody that you would have got to learn a little bit about like how you're really communicating what your needs are in relationship and that that is still like excellent and really important work to have done. And it creates like a jumping board from which you can go like into the work of reconnecting or connecting yourself to your communities that it is not possible to do all of the things that modern life kind of demands of us and that we don't have to do it either like we get to say this is too much I can't like or like us as a unit can't do all of these things what are the things we're opting out of what are the things we're going to share and what are the things we're just having a firm like boundary on we're just not doing it so yes if this has struck a chord or if this is something that you think, oh, yeah, I need to work on or I need to bring to therapy or to coaching, I would love to talk to you. I've got space at the moment to work with couples and individuals. 
So come and talk to me. You can reach me in DMs on Instagram or you can email me and get in touch that way. I hope this has been helpful and I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for being here today. If you'd like to get in touch, I'm on Instagram at grounded underscore families. You can send me a DM or a voice note to my DMs or an email. I'd so love to hear from you. Please do like, share and subscribe this podcast. It really, really helps to get the podcast out in front of more listeners. And I'll see you again next week. Take care.